an unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a press. Hey guys, welcome to my Ugly Truth Podcast, and on this episode, I had the pleasure of driving down to Orlando, Florida, to the Sausage Castle. If you guys are familiar with that, it's Mike Busey's home in Orlando, Florida. Mike Busey is a crazy ass, (laughs) fun, but at the same time, soft-hearted, sweetest man I've ever met. Uh, just doing my research at first, I was like, holy shit, what am I going into? And I felt so respected, so able to be myself at his home. And I want to thank him and all his team for being so nice. I mean, he was interrupted at least four or five times um, in the middle of this podcast interview. And I just want to say thank you for all the people that were there being respectful. And thank you, Mike, for having me over at the Sausage Castle and letting me interview you took about two, three hours of your day. So I really appreciate it. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode on Mike Busey's not typical interview that you're used to. All right, so we have Mike Busey with us on this episode 21, which is going to air on Wednesday, September 4th, which is right after Labor Day weekend, and I'm sure you're going to probably still be hungover from the weekend you've had. It will be on My Ugly Truth Podcast, so um, check out Mike Busey on Instagram. Welcome, Mike, to My Ugly Truth Podcast, and thank you for actually allowing me to come here. Thanks for uh, coming. Yeah, to Sausage Castle. Everyone's so jealous that I told them I was coming. It's the one place that people lie about coming to. And then lie about not coming to <laughs> Yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to ask you some few questions. And if you want to, you know, tell stories in between or tell me more in between. Oh, that's don't cool. worry. I go on rants. Oh, I, I know. I don't I get off, I go. I go off on tangents and beaded paths. And... <laughs> See, and I do have ADD. So like realizing, okay, we're going to need to All right. So for my first question that I have for you is you are a former porn star, right? No. No? No. Why does the internet say that then? Because uh, I, I was sitting down... <laughs> I, there was a preacher named uh, Pastor Terry Jones. He was in a church in Gainesville, mm-hmm. which is a, a little north of me, a couple hours north of me. That's close to me. Home of the Gators. I'm a Florida fan, so okay. anything. Florida. If they're playing each other, it's kind of kind of toss up. But anything Miami, anything U.S. Oh, so there was this crazy pastor who wanted to burn a bunch of Korans, which is uh, the Muslim Bible, and um, he wanted to do it on 9/11. And it was worldwide news, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Crazy, trending. The, what year was this? I want to say 2014. Okay. Nice. Uh, pastor wanted to burn Korans on mm-hmm. 9-11 of all days. And I go, oh, wow, this is uh, going to be very interesting. I want to interview this guy. So I did, like, a, a very John Stewart-ish or Trevor Noah. Oh, it was all over, all over? the world, mm-hmm. everywhere. I got, like, hacked by uh, some terrorist organization. They were of a Muslim descent. They weren't too happy with my interview. Did I think it's a good idea? Mm, no, probably not. Uh, but did I think he had the right to do it? Sure, why not? If they burned the Bible and they burned the American flag, mm-hmm. and not just they as them, but whoever, anyone. anyone, then why doesn't he not have the right to burn another type of Bible? I don't, I too wouldn't sure. want to, I would never burn a Bible or, no. or, 
or an American flag. Core foundation still intact. It was causing a serious uprising mm-hmm. in the fucking community. I say, hey, I want to interview this guy. And I guess his son was a fan of mine. So he, he, he linked us up and said, yo, my dad said he'll let you interview him. And he said no to every single news organization in the world. Al Jazeera, Indian Times, uh, the BBC, ABC, NBC, you name it, they said no. So he showed up to this guy's church, and one of my dreadlocked gold tooth friends showed up with our cameras. I even wore a suit coat so I could feel a little more respectful, you know? So like, I better take the journalism shit pretty serious, you know? But <laughs> this is like, yeah, I'm like the only person in the world who got to sit down and interview this. And, so you um, knew people were going to watch well, we, well, the agreement was that I wouldn't sell the interview. And I told him, no, I would not do that. Mm-hmm. And I kept my word, even though at the time I was pissed broke. Uh, I saw that you're all about honesty and keeping your word. Yeah, you gotta like do that. that always. Even when, if it fucking hurts you and even when how you sleep better at night. Right. Even if they don't keep their word, which most of the time they're not, at least you can live with yourself. So dude went to burn some Qurans and it was this huge media circus. Yeah. Something like I'd never seen before and no one at the church was there other than media and myself. And his like son and his like wife. I got, I got the news articles hanging up in the kitchen. So in the middle of this interview, mm-hmm. well, when we got there, uh, the Secret Service was there. The FBI was there. They had to give this guy security because legit, like, <laughs> death threats die. from Al-Qaeda and all different other right. ISIS and yeah. all different types of terrorist organizations. Mm-hmm. Like, they were, like, descriptively describing how they're going to, like, cut his f- family's heads off and stuff. All that shit. Well, around that year was pretty much when all that shit was big. Yeah. It was when it was back when that was in style, you know, I guess you could say. Those videos. When that, when that was hot. When that, that shit was hot. Now yeah. it's like, yeah, whatever. I got to interview this dude. Mm-hmm. This is this is all, seriously, we're going first question in. Yeah, what, yeah. I gotta go all the way back to and I'm not gonna help you. To, like, answer this simple question. <laughs> the porn star question. Yes. It's a question that haunts me still. It, like, <laughs> it actually cocks Fox to show me because People think you I'll do. talk to some girl at a bar and she'll like, oh, I'm a giggle. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, no way. I really thought you were. I mean, I was If like, I was a porn star, I'd be the smallest penis porn star on the planet. It'd be like, infantpenis.com. Every now and then, I'll Google, I'll, I'll Google yeah. myself every, like, every six months. I'm like, oh, I'll ruin my day that day. Yeah, and that'll just shit on my whole week. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck. Because I'm not a porn star. I mean, I guess, do I show my genitals now? Porn movies like that are like on Pornhub and shit. No. Like we have a we have a members only Snapchat where it's it gets there is adult related shit on there. Mm-hmm. Like I've kind of turned it into like a money making situation. Do I work for like a porn company? Do I like sell like my genitals? No. Mm-hmm. So where's the connection with the? Well, no, this, this whole thing started way before Snapchat stuff. No, with the connection with the one story you were just telling me. That's what I'm trying to wrap up to. <laughs> so fucking. Sorry. As we leave this church, we've been there for two hours. I have to tell you the cool stuff, too. Okay. Secretary Gates, uh, I don't know if you know who that is, he was basically in charge of all of our fucking United States military. Okay. At the time, during Barack Obama's administration. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the whole time. I think at least four years of it. I'm not sure. But anyways, the, the phone rings, and his wife says, uh, sweetheart, it's it's the White House. They want to talk to you. And he goes, oh, tell him I'm doing an interview with Mike Busey. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm right? like, oh, now my name's in this shit. And then five minutes later... I hear fucking Barack Obama's voice on, they tapped the speakerphone thing on the phone, and I could hear him talking. Like, on, yeah, when you hear someone on the phone, it's loud. I'm like, that's goddamn Barack Obama. And here, me and my dumb degenerate friends there, <laughs> trying to, yes, with gold teeth, uh, and there's this whole media line where they can't cross. They had this line, they had all their tripods set up. Mm-hmm. There was no fly zone over the entire city of Gainesville. 
Mm. It was like a real deal, like, Damn. this is like a threat. We need to take this shit very serious. You're yeah, like, right. well, at least I'm not going to die while I interview him. Yeah, well, no, I kind of felt a little unsafe, too, because he was telling me some of the stories off off the record, mm-hmm. and it was definitely sending chills up my ass, because you could tell he was dead ass serious, mm-hmm. and these people were dead ass serious, too, mm-hmm. and it was very, very descriptive shit. He's got to have balls to do that. Well, the thing is, I felt bad for the guy, because... He just was doing something he thought was right, mm-hmm. and he believed in. I don't think he would have got as much uh, flack had he just been a regular dude. Dude, that's religion and politics, the two things you don't talk about. Yeah, and that he put both of them in and tried to light them on fire. And, like, add crime and, like, violence and death on that yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely kind of awkward. There was guns. Like, I'm not uncomfortable with guns. As you can tell, there's guns all over my house. But uh, he was strapped up and everything, and he was, like, ready for someone to come at him. Do, do I think we should piss off uh, billions of Muslims? No. Anyone can do what they want to the flag or the Bible. Right. I don't care if it's the Book of Mormon or whatever the fuck it is. It doesn't matter to me. It's just unneeded, you know? So I saw that stance of it, but then as a patriot for freedom, rights and stuff, I felt like that he was unjustly uh, persecuted for it. Mm-hmm. So, but back to that. So we leave. Mm-hmm. Crazy superintends. We're in the middle of history. Hung up some fucking... Mel Gibson Braveheart flag, uh, a Braveheart poster, and some flags. With the one with the face, the, the colors. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I dec- I like did like a real deal. Like mm-hmm. I, he had like fake plants and shit in his office, and I moved it all around and like we set up the different cameras, and I gave one hell of an interview. I gave him like cool questions, like yo, there's different. like mm-hmm. there's a house on fire, and there's a Christian on the second story, and there's a Muslim. In the kitchen. Where do you go? And you only got enough air to go in and get one guy out. Who do you get? And he goes, oh, go. <laughs> I'm going to get the Christian upstairs. And, like, I told him he had big testicles. I told him he had he has to have a huge penis because his balls are huge. Yeah, I was basically telling him you're pissing off billions of fucking Muslims that want to kill you. Mm-hmm. You and, do have to have a lot of balls for that shit. Yeah. So when I left this intimate two-hour meeting as the White House was offering gifts, they were like, we have a gift for him. We want to present him a painting. I guess, like, when, when shit gets real, the White House, uh, you get to get your attention. Like, hey, we want to give you a gift. Yeah. Like, the publishing clearinghouse, fucking the minivan, the balloons, and the fucking cardboard check. <laughs> so. Hey, I got a cardboard check, and that's, another, that's like actually a Vegas bikini contest. I want to not shame oh, yeah? the cardboard check. So, I've never won a bikini contest, I know, you should have. You it's, look a lot better than I do. Thank you, sir. It's actually in Vegas. There's all nothing to see here. This is a giant right. ass check. You're like, I was here for business, but then you got weird. I literally felt like Britney Spears or like Michael Jackson. Hundreds of people shoving microphones in my face. Oh, I bet. When you left? Yeah. You're the only one that was able to interview him. Yeah, only one. And they they were like literally, yo, yo, here's here's a check, here's cash, cash, cash. Because all their senior producers, they're all there with like live broadcast trucks. Because they want to hear what he's got to say. Yeah, they want to hear. And they just like, who the fuck are you? Mm -hmm. And how did you get this interview? As I walked out. I was not prepared for what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I knew we had gotten gold, and I was like, oh, man, this is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. It felt really cool because I felt like I was I was very respectful, not because like I felt like I had to. I just I didn't want to disrespect someone's belief. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to intimidate you a little. It was very, well, the situation was intimidating. Yeah. Because, like, we had to get checked by, like, the United States government just to like, be on the property. Like, they were, they searched underneath our car. Right. They took this little magnet or this, like, mirror thing and looked under the car. Yeah, like like a like a creeper an old man's cane kind of thing. Yeah, like one of those things, one of those creeper canes <laughs> that you used to get back in the day, like Spencer's. Spencer's, yes. Yeah. Is that still around? I don't know. We should go there someday. We should. And buy old saggy titty uh, cards. So I walked out. And this is all to answer your first question. <laughs> because you I was can just break these up into one question per mm-hmm. per podcast. One question is with Mike Busey. So as I walked out, cameras, lights. 
I'm like, whoa. And I knew whatever was said was going to be like. So my dumbass dreadlocked gold tooth friend goes, <laughs> Mike Busey is a former gay porn star. Oh, to the media. And I think that they didn't feel right putting the gay part. So they just put a porn star. He fucked you with that. So. Did you give him shit? At first I laughed. I like, huh. And then I was like, oh, fuck. fuck. So here I am 10 years later, whatever, however long it's been. Now, if I date a girl, her mom and dad has to Google as I'm like this porn star. I mean, I did my research and I completely believed it. I mean, uh, I got paid to fuck uh, a girl one time, but she wrote me a bad check. So technically they didn't get paid. <laughs> so no, I'm not a porn star. Did she stop the check? Yeah. Oh no, it was from a closed account. It was very, Cash it was fish. very embarrassing. I was in, I was in Vegas with Steve-O and I mean, I don't know if you've ever had sex with a really unattractive fat dude with small penis, but Stop it. it's, uh, I do my best and you do your best. My, you my, can. my clients Stop. have always been very, uh, very, very satisfied. I leave them with an experience. I leave them with a, a very rewarding experience. One girl, uh, she was a celebrity. Mm-hmm. She fucked me. And I remember her being at the moment after we fucked, she goes, Fuck my life. <laughs> I was like, hey, I can hear you. Can, I can you hear just me. hold that in or just say it to yourself in your head? Damn. I don't know if she was saying about me or just like that we had just got I done. I think she like, just came to the resolution of the whole, whole night probably. Yeah, she was like, oh my God, I just fucked my BC. What am I going to do? It's all downhill. Like, that could be... No, people hate, but the thing is, is that, like, I found myself younger, like, hating any feministic closed-minded woman like ugh like why is she so uptight and against men yeah because it's not the fact that it's a it's a woman thing or a man thing people that are like that are normally like how do you say not exactly the life of the party they're normally like the stick in the mud uptight yeah, yeah. fuck yeah they're the so, one that like you have to like get out of their show i wish it wasn't like me against that which there really isn't because I've come to the... I don't know if I'm getting my period or not, but I have been growing titties, but I'm trying to get rid of them. Um, <laughs> I I think, like, I, I kind of find showing. myself... I find myself more as, like, as a feministic avenger in a way because don't judge... I mean, you're not sexist. I would definitely say that. No, definitely not. I, I think a woman can do anything a man can do. Damn right. <laughs> I, I know tons of chicks that are way stronger than me and, and that are smarter or faster, that are more intelligent. You name it. So mm-hmm. it's like... There still is obviously barriers that women have to break through, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which I fully support. But it's very hypocritical if someone was to say like, "Oh my, you're like this chauvinistic pig," because you, you have you're no like, respect for females. You're exploiting yeah. women or some shit like that. That's like they're always their go-to. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of people that say that are also the people that are like for abortion. Right. I'm, not, I'm not a fan of abortion. I'm not either. But however. Uh, I'm also, yeah, exactly. Get raped, I feel like. Of course, but here's the deal. Mm -hmm. I'm also not a fan of fucking someone telling me what the fuck to do with my body. So, even though I might not be a fan of it, I also believe that no one tell you what what you can and cannot do with your body. Damn right. So, so why would those same people shame what I do? Let everybody be themselves. I mean, let's let's be honest. Prostitution is only illegal because the government can't fucking properly tax it. Just the same thing with drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, and when they do find out how to tax it, which they had with marijuana recently, mm-hmm. that's they sucking all their money right back, right. back into it. It's, it's all about money. How are you going to tell me that if, if I want to go fuck a chick that's really hard up and lonely <laughs> and she's going to give me $20? How are you going to stop me from exchanging the currency for the uh, service? So, mostly guys, mm-hmm. uh, they need that assistance. 
Sometimes, right. like, a woman of the night or an escort or a prostitute, whatever you want to call her. Actually, it's funny you say that. In my last episode, we talked about the Bunny Ranch. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, people need that. They do because I'm, I meet a lot of guys all the time, every day, that aren't, like, comfortable with women because they're intimidated. They, they need to be, like, Let loose. around mm-hmm. it so that it makes them feel uh, more comfortable mm-hmm. and man. they can interact more. Right. And so, some women are like that, too. A lot of women are very... Uh, insecure their bodies mm-hmm. like uh, a girl like i've met girls that like do not want a guy to even see their vagina like they don't like the way it looks i've actually i've actually had friends like that yeah so we i really I, did, I did vaginas. It, yeah i dated a girl one time she didn't want me to eat her pussy at all i was like what the fuck is wrong with you what? and she was just insecure because mm-hmm. she had a little little extra rvs down there a little bit you know little roast little, beef curtains little roast beef mm-hmm my girlfriend's oh. like, is yours like this? And I'm like, no, but it's totally okay. You're like, no, but someone will like, still love like you. I was like, like this. She's like, I've never had an orgasm. I'm like, what? See, and, and you know, uh, another reason why, too, women don't have orgasms sometimes is because they, uh, they're they scared to, like, be Yeah, because you're so concentrating on you're, they're, they're holding tight, like, Ugh. It's like bitch. holding a fart for your whole life. Because <laughs> when you just let it go, it feels so good. Oh, no, no, no. People, <laughs> some girls can't orgasm because they're so uptight. It's like holding in a fart is what you just said. Quote that. Yeah. I will quote that. Because they're, they're ashamed <laughs> or make something sound or... I mean, I'm not going to lie. To this day, I, I'm not comfortable with queefing, but it happens. Yeah, and and uh, I'm not really comfortable with hearing it. But <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a grown-ass man, so we, we, <laughs> We're we gonna can act like we didn't it. hear it. Like, I had a girlfriend one time. <laughs> she cried because she farted in front of me. She cried. Like... That's real talk. So did you make her feel better and you farted in front of her? No, I was just... That's I kinda, what I would have done if I was a dude. I was like, damn, you blew this bitch up. <laughs> that's oh, horrible. Shit. You made her feel worse. Yeah, but did, uh, that's sometimes that's how you approach awkwardness. Yeah, you, you laugh. You take yeah. it head on with humor. And that's what I do with a lot of my shit. You got to add humor. In hopes that they can slightly escape the harsh realities of this world. Mm-hmm. Nothing's perfect. Like, I mean, no yeah. guy wants to go shoot up a school or a church. These guys are deprived of, like, love attention. So this brings me back to... Uh, if a woman wants to sell her pussy, then fucking let her sell her pussy. Mm-hmm. Do it safe. Do it responsibly. Don't, like... Life is too short. Haters don't show up to funerals. Mm-hmm. Ever show up to someone's funeral you hated? Nope. I haven't. No. I know I'm going to be the first motherfucker ever. When I die, it'll be, like, so many people upset, like, legitimately. Yeah, and then sure. be someone like, thank God, fuck that piece of shit. And what's sad is I've dedicated my entire life to entertaining people. Mm-hmm. Like, I've sacrificed love, jobs public offices and politics has said fuck it and dedicate my entire life to entertaining people okay so very similar to me because i'm the same way as you about this but you say that you're addicted to making people happy why do you think that is uh something in my dna or something like i remember the first time i made like a classroom laugh i felt like it's kind of like the tears of the clown shit you know like a comedian is the most about depressed person yeah oh for sure like like robin williams exactly Mm -hmm. he also had pugs did he? What yeah. does that have to do with anything? Three people who killed himself had pugs. Chest- How did you Chester, connect that? Chester Bennington had pugs. He killed himself. Mm-hmm. Chris Cornell mm-hmm. killed himself. He had pugs. And Robin Williams had pugs. What's up with himself. the pugs? Is well, your pug made you depressed? Um, I don't. I don't think so. I get depressed uh, every now Look and then. Look at your pug right now. Yeah, my she's the love of my life. She's so, so exhausted. The one that just passed away, I got him tattooed on me right here. I'm sorry about that. So that was um scrappy. scrappy. That was her husband. Jetta jumped out when oh, she said Oh, I'm so name. sorry, honey. Oh, that's so sweet. So why is it? You think that's because um, you know what it feels like not to have feel, people to feel... To feel acceptance and love. Yes. I went to 15 different schools, so I kind of... Uh, I, I was always the new kid at school, so I had mm-hmm. to like fit in real fast. 
I had to learn to fight. I had to, I had to learn to play basketball. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, a couple all black schools. So acceptance. I yeah. Got, I got my cookout card back in the fucking the early nineties. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I back in the early nineties when all the white kids uh, thought it was cool to be black. You know, I was kind of mm-hmm. like that kid. Like, yeah. It's a problem with society, but we have to worry about everything we say. <laughs> I saw your thing, your interview in 2012. With your Santa outfit. Oh, yeah, and I got arrested for serving, sell, serving alcohol without a liquor license. Freaking See, that's, those, those are actual facts. That's All this funny. other shit. Because here, here's what happens with the media. Someone reports something, mm-hmm. and then, then it gets re-reported from someone else. It's like telephone. Yeah, it's a giant game of telephone. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're not a porn star. I, no, I wouldn't call myself a porn star. So you were never in porn industry and was getting checks no. from an actual company. Okay. No. The thing is, porn's free. Like, who the fuck's paying for porn? Like, uh, you can pay those. What do you? What's your? What's your porn? Honestly, uh, I I pay fifty dollars a month. So damn, I guess I do pay for porn. Fuck. <laughs> you just um, contradicted yourself. I did. I totally did. Because I like the luxury of turning my TV on and seeing something new. I'm doing an interview right now. Hi. Hi. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's also tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listens. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And don't forget to subscribe to My Ugly Truth Podcast. Jacksonville a few times with me a few times. You go to Jacksonville. Oh, uh, we were up there with our buddy Post Malone a few times. I love Post Malone, but um, I heard he was at Surfers. Is that where you went? Yeah, he just he wanted to go uh, sing karaoke. Performing. Yeah, there was there, there was like some jam band performing and and uh, what was it called? Do you remember the name? Was of the it place? by the beach? Oh, I have no, it was by the beach. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. He just wanted to. It wasn't that much of a shithole. There was an upstairs. There was a downstairs. That's Surfers. Yes. Surfers. That's it. Did you it's say that? Right? Yeah, I heard he was at Surfers by the last concert. I know he's coming in October again. He's coming actually on Florida Georgia weekend. Are you going to Florida Georgia? What do you do for Florida I don't Georgia? Know. What's Florida Georgia weekend? What's that? Florida Georgia, Florida Gators and Bulldogs. No, the football, the football, football game. game. The college football game. Right yeah, before Halloween, no, I, they play in uh, the well, Jaguars. Oh, and then Post is going to be there that weekend. Yeah, he's oh, he's going to be there that Friday, and the game's Saturday. Yeah, it's a shit show. He's going to be there Friday, and then in Florida Georgia's that Saturday the twenty sixth. And Florida, Georgia is the Gators against the Bulldogs, and it's always in the middle between both of them, which is the Jaguar Stadium. And it's fucking a shit show. You still talk to the um, the dreadlock uh, goatee guy that just made uh, you... Every, every now and then. Made you be known for that? What, what did you say about that, by the way? Well, I, I was first... Did you I, give him shit? No, because I thought it was funny. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, fuck, they're going to report that, and that's going to be on my... Google search. Yeah, for the rest of my life. So yes, yeah, so now you now you Google Mike Busey, you, you see the word porn star. That's what I, I mean. I believed him when I saw it. I was asking you why you left the industry. <laughs> yeah. So Mike, why did you leave the porn industry? Well, everyone was Bitch, getting. You didn't do your research. So are back. you that close to Post Malone? Because I keep seeing um, stuff about you guys, and he was in your living room not too long ago. You know, playing some stuff. Yeah, we he had his twenty first birthday at my old house. Damn, he's young. How old is he? Uh, I think he's now like 24, 25. Damn. he's he just had his birthday. We were, we were with him in uh, the Wait, Bahamas. I, know. I feel so bad. Are you okay with that? Sorry. You don't have like shampoo coming off your face right now, do you? No. 
Okay, I was like, wait, hold on. This is, okay, Sorry, so, Lindsay. So, um, you and Post Malone, how did y'all meet? Um, I met him through his, his management, or his, his manager's old assistant. Mm-hmm. She uh, Snapchatted me and said, hey. Kind of like what I did to you. Yeah, kind of. We're doing an interview, guys. So, I was uh, kind of like one of the first people to the party. I don't think he was technically on a label at the time. Mm-hmm. He had released this uh, song called White Iverson on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was really big uh, on SoundCloud. I was always like checking out things. And uh, Not many people can say that. Not many people can say that they were fucking with somebody way before they were anybody. And now they're like the biggest star in the world. Yeah, he was like in a shit old dive bar that held like 150 people. And now he's in selling out arenas but i'm all about that like uh, discovering someone before they're fucking famous because what, what is fame yeah fame is a weird very weird thing it can like help you and it can destroy you so they messaged you on snapchat and what they say they said yo we're here you're playing our uh, our song white iverson we love it we want to like link y'all up and this is back when i could actually help him and then what were you doing at that time i was back living at the old house that a uh, girl who was the assistant of his manager who's dre they were like in the very early processes of putting everything together. Mm-hmm. So from there, um, they hit me up. We FaceTimed. And I remember him like saying, yo, I'm getting ready to like. He's such a humble person, I will say that. He was on, he was on, on a jet, mm-hmm. him and his manager. Mm-hmm. I was in a direct music video. I was yeah. in direct music videos. Right. And all he wanted to know is if I could get him a fucking giraffe. And I said, yes. I was like, do you want to buy it or do you want to rent it? And he goes, well, how much does it cost? I say, well, it's $50,000 if you want to buy it. It's 5000 for the day to rent it. Well, what obviously he knew that he was on to something and I knew he was on something because I've always been that guy that when I heard something, I always knew that shit was going to be fire. Different. Like, yeah. I knew that he had something going on. For real. And I knew about a lot of, about him before the whole world. So I knew his reach went way beyond just hip-hop. So... When people consider him as like this hip hop artist, mm-hmm. that's almost like an insult. Uh, I went, I went to a couple uh, shows, mm-hmm. and it was very cordial, and we kind of hit it off, and it was real nice. And at the time, he had this really nice girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, and we hit it off. She was very sweet and nice. I never asked him for anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, I gave him shit. You know, like when he came here to this house, uh, his I think it was Rockstar was like number one, and I just yeah. drunkenly gave him like a three thousand dollar gun. Wow. I was like, here, fucking congratulations, motherfucker. He's humble. I posted this video a long, long time ago of that White Iverson song, me drunk as fuck in a parking lot on tour <laughs> with my pants down, spinning around like a butterfly boy or something. Like a butterfly, so sweet. And a drunken butterfly. Mm-hmm. And I had that song in the background because I was listening to that song, fucking White Iverson, on fucking literally repeat over and over and over. Everybody and over. loved that song. Yeah. So, and then I started discovering more of his stuff. I'm like, holy shit, this is great. Like, mm-hmm. dude. He's different. I love it. Yeah, I was like, listening. this is before, like, this show was on YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when I met him, I was like, dude, like, dude, you're the fucking future, bro. Like, I was that guy that's like, yeah, I you're told You're going to get big. You're going to, you're going to, I was like, dude, wait. Because I knew he had the potential, and I knew, I saw how serious he was on stage. Mm-hmm. He's very passionate about his performances. He really, like, tries to leave it all out there. Mm-hmm. Um... Actually, the show in Jacksonville that you referred to earlier. Right before Florida, uh, Georgia. He, yeah, he went crazy because uh, the sound guy that was, I guess, future sound guy. I, was, I felt kind of awkward because I was there and seeing him in this very vulnerable like, like lost it, yeah. stage. 
Because he cares. Anyone yeah. else can think of it like, oh, what an asshole. Like, no. No, he's like, he cares what because his he cares. sounds like. Because yeah. he, wants, he wants his people to pay and to come see him. And have fucking, a good sh- performance, yeah. yeah. To most people's perception. At the time, he needed that tour because it was like, you know, Future was like uh, one of the biggest people out in the world. It still is. Mm-hmm. Then he went straight from that to a fucking Justin Bieber tour. Damn, he did do the Justin Bieber tour. That's so he, he went from like uh, and 10 just random like, like shithole bar dates. Mm-hmm. And then he went from that to a Fetty Wap tour, from that to a Future awesome. tour, from that to Justin Bieber, to Justin Bieber, do whatever the fuck I want by myself. Then doing, like, a European tour that sold out in, like, 30 minutes or some shit. Jesus. So now, like... How he is did, he like, now? Oh, he's still fucking a great dude. Y'all still super... have a connection? Y'all still talk? Yeah, every time we see each other, he hugs me, loves me. We were just in the Bahamas uh, for his birthday. When's his... Oh, really? July 4th. Oh, yeah. oh wow. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, he's, I born, he's born on 4th of July. Heck yeah. And uh, his whole team, his his management, Jay and Dre and his producer, mm-hmm. Louis Bell, uh, his DJ, Schmitty, mm-hmm. they're all the homies. Like, they're all super cool. Mm-hmm. He's kept the same core guys with him this you whole time. To. Like, I got to meet his dad. His dad, like, knew who it was. Like, yeah, I heard about my son going out to the You're South. Like, fuck me. And no, he was super cool. He's super, he looks just like him. <laughs> but he's so cool. And his mom, I've, I've met his mom several times. Mm-hmm. I've, like, helped him, his mom, and his, like, his aunts from fucking, you know, they'd be, they'd be partying, they'd be drinking, you know. I'd just, like, keep an eye out on him and shit, you know. Talent, so I he just, just comes here to, your, to Sausage Castle and whenever? Yeah, whenever he's in Florida, he'll come, he'll call come you. by and come kick it. All right, so question. Since uh, my podcast is called My Ugly Truth Podcast, what's an ugly truth that not many people know about you that you have the balls to admit? Or you want people to know about? Other than me having a small penis, I think I don't think that's a... That's actually funny. So it's funny. It's yeah, funny you said that. I embrace it. Normally when they see it, they're, they're, they're not as disappointed as I thought they would be. Well, I'm also losing weight, so my penis is getting bigger. So I'm, I'm trying to get back down to racing weight. I've lost 80 pounds. Or I would like, oh, I ordered this pizza. I guess I'll have to eat the whole thing. That's how I am. I mean, yeah. I love food. Well, you're very attractive, so I don't think that's going to hurt you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, okay, so that's it? That's all you got? Is your uh, big no, no. ugly treat? I don't know. You yeah. got a lot of like, I don't know. What's I guess something? I'm secretly like... I've started psychoanalyzing myself. I'm like, damn, I, I think I'm just like, you know, I really just want to like, I don't know. I just want, I just want to be loved, I guess. And I guess I think that's human yes, nature. For sure. I want to be loved. And I get it. I'm not going to win everyone over. I get it. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. If you look past the midgets and the shivers and the crazy shit, in all reality, all I'm trying to do is uh, give the everyday person who doesn't get to live my life mm-hmm. you know how many times i hear someone say oh i wish i had your life oh i wish lucky you they don't understand what mm-hmm. it took to get here and every day i work harder now than was back when i had nothing you have so many people on your ass asking you this this, oh this, yeah this, i got yeah. motherfuckers trying to tell me they're pregnant they want abortion money i'm like bitch i didn't even I, what i didn't even have sex with you like do you oh. think you speaking of that do you think there's girls out there who might have your kids no i You'll wish be, really? i spent my whole life trying to get no one pregnant now i'm trying to get anyone pregnant if you got a <laughs> If you got an iPhone, Bishop. a job, you don't do any drugs, and a, maybe a car. I don't know if that's pushing it. A car, driver's license. I, I mean, I'll get you pregnant. I, just, I, like, mean, I can get no younger. I am pulling out. Right, if, you, if you got any kids for sale, you got two kids, you want to sell one of them? That's why you asked if I had some yeah, kids. Yeah, I need some kids. That's, that's the only thing I feel like I've failed in life. I feel... Uh, You're still alive. A little more. Yeah, I'm, I'm not dead yet. Mm-hmm. Was one of the names of our tour. All right, so your ugly truth besides that would be... Um, you're not trying to stop yourself from pretty much trying to have a future, a family, a, a, your offsprings, pretty much. You want to have your fucking own kids. Yeah, I want to have some. I want to have 
So I want to carry, continue my legacy. Yeah. What am I going to do? Just give all this shit away to my fucking dog? Pugs? <laughs> dog. You know, like, I got an amazing sister, a mom, you know, that will definitely, don't, will, will not know what to do with fucking mm, hundreds yeah. of guns and fucking <laughs> dinosaur heads and jukeboxes and a bar. I will chair. say this, guys. I'm a, I've had a tour with him on his house and there's a lot of shit here that you wouldn't even think would be at someone's house, but it's fucking badass. It's like a, th- my friend told me, my friend Jeremy, I was telling you from Jack Street TV. Ch- Shout out to Jeremy. Thank you. He's very big fan, but he was telling me his house is like Alice in Wonderland. I'm like, why well, ain't trying to go no black hole with no fucking rabbit? Don't tell yeah, me actually, that. There is, there's several rabbits here. <laughs> He's got a fucking goat, guys. And the thing, it runs around and it's just screaming. Like- but all right, so one question. Um, what are your plans for your birthday this December? And your 40th birthday is coming next year, 2020. Ugh. <laughs> I'm going to do a live suicide on the internet. Stop it. What are you doing this December? Um, I'm having a party. I dress up as Santa Claus and I give shit away to strangers. Every year? Every year. For your birthday. It started when I was dating this hot lawyer. And I tried to impress her. I, I, I might have pawned a bunch of things <laughs> just to buy, like, $500 worth of gifts because I couldn't, like, just go half-ass, you know? Mm-hmm. I found out she was cheating on me before I could actually get her the Christmas gifts. Yeah, fuck so you, bitch. I was like, and I said, fuck it. I don't really celebrate Christmas with, like, loved ones. Let me just go try to help someone who needs help. Mm-hmm. And it was only 500 bucks at the time. I had spent 500 bucks on kids' toys, went to a trailer park, and made it rain. Dude, that's awesome. I will say this. I'm, like, a lot like you. I like to make people happy, but doesn't that make you fucking feel good? Yeah, it's like the thing that you say when you're a kid, like, oh, it's better to give than to receive. And you don't understand that until you get older. And then how exciting and how your heart races and the joy you see from giving joy to someone else. I guess back to your original, one of your original questions was, one of my secrets is, like, I'm just a person who likes to make, I'm a people pleaser, giver. Me too. That's why I have, like, a lot of hospitality always want to make sure one's comfortable. I've been compared to the Great Gatsby. You know, I've been mm-hmm. compared to fucking Hugh Hefner and all this other bullshit. Da, 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 da. You know, like, this home is nothing if there's no one to share it with. Right. You know, so, like... I mean, like, you accommodate a lot of fucking people. He like, gave me the yeah. tour with the camps. Like, what is that? What is that called, the camping site where we were just at? It's uh the campgrounds. The campgrounds. Well, it's... I'm definitely going the extra mile on several things, and it's definitely the death of me because... I put a lot into things. It's right. like I said, it's much more. It's something that drives me emotionally and mentally. I just love making people happy. I'll get messages saying, fuck you, you piece of shit. I hope you die in a. F-. And then five minutes later, I'll get, or oh my God, you changed my life. You. Those you, are the ones that like, make you, you keep going. Me. Yeah. I, I don't like harp on the negativity. I, ho- I definitely believe the laws of attraction. And I'm around, and I'm like, holy fuck. For example, mm-hmm. I, lived, I lived in a walk in closet for 10 years. I had one little shitty fucking high point. It's a cheap... It's like a gun you go kill somebody with. You throw it in the dumpster. It's like a mm-hmm. throwaway. Mm-hmm. And I had this gun, and I had two drywall screws through it. And I was like, man, one day I'm going to have this wall full of guns. And I literally didn't even realize until like six months ago, oh, shit, I have a wall full of guns. That's badass. Not and a lot of people say that. I was like, man, one day I'm going to have like a shoe pool next to my bed. And, and <laughs> a barber sh- I'm going to have a barber shop in my bathroom. And the beauty of it is, is that... If you really want it, you can get it. It doesn't matter. I seen you seen that guy with no legs and one fucking arm. This guy's lifting goddamn giant tires. That reminds me of that movie, Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, that's my shit. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. And just you want to get it, just go out and fucking get it. I'm fat because I want to be fat. If I didn't want to be so fucking, you be fat, you, boo boo. You I be would, you. Yeah, and I embrace everyone to be themselves, and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter 
if you can't be comfortable with who you are now, you'll never be comfortable with yourself later on. Right. You know how many times yeah. I get judged? Whatever, fuck y'all. Like, whoever people think that, like, I don't care. I really don't. But um, it brings me to my next question. If you can think of a song that really, like, connects your soul, what is a good song that connects you? I believe music is, like, definitely therapy. It can instantly change your mood. Oh, uh, I mean, the Congratulations song for Post Malone, when, when that song came out, mm-hmm. uh... It was like my, I told him several times, like, you made this song for me, motherfucker. Like, this is my jam. <laughs> what did he say? He just, like, laughed. He, I, I don't think he really got it until he got to come to the new house. Because he saw how I was living before, and now he sees how I'm living now. He's like, fuck. <laughs> I remember having to go to Home Depot. I got driven out of a county. They literally, this guy is actually under investigation right now mm-hmm. for fraud and all kinds of crazy shit because he's been accepting uh, uh, waste from Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. coal and ash, and been getting paid to put it in this landfill in Osceola County, which is where I'm from. And I spent 10 years there. This motherfucker was my next-door neighbor and mm. led the fucking the lynch mob to drive me out. What? And took, took basically a very easy window, was finding me. How long ago was this? This this happened. This was three years ago. It finally came to an end. Mm. And I just gave up. I said, I'm done. I, I, I had spent so much money fighting it and mm-hmm. time and... And I had to swallow the hardest pill I ever swallowed, and I was accepting the fact that I had to leave. And it taught me a very valuable lesson because I was very complacent, and I was very, like, in a way, satisfied at that place. Little did I know that all this awaited me. Like, like your darkest days and the most bottom rock bottom that you are, which I was when I started this, is the most successful time in your life. And, I, and that's like, like you were saying, if you just fucking go and do it, it's like they say with musicians. Anytime a musician goes through like a bad breakup or gets depressed, that's when they get they them. make their best music. Sometimes we make our best art or gifts to the world when we're Marking. in our hardest time, and that's what makes us or breaks us. A lot of people give up, a lot of people can't handle it. But then you appreciate but I, it. If you do. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I've been giving shit. Like my dad one time bitched at me because he bought me fucking checkers, uh, like a, a strawberry milkshake and some ramen noodle when I was in college, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't get I didn't get shit. Question, why Orlando? Why Florida? Why that's, not California? Why not Vegas? Why that not shit's fake. Fun? That shit's fake. Yeah, I, I mean, I was born in New Orleans. Okay. But I lived in Texas. I lived in San Diego. I lived fucking in South Carolina. So why Orlando? Because Orlando has a little bit of everything. It's it's not New York or as progressive as California. Mm-hmm. It's enough. It, it's I always say it's big enough to make me feel small. But small enough to make me feel big. It's a lot of land. Lots of land. And it's cheaper for taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get more for your money. If, uh, you, if it could be anywhere besides Orlando, what, where would it be? Oh, I mean, I've talked about going to like the West Coast. And mm-hmm. I love mountains. I love the beach. Mm-hmm. Did you know that on Spotify you can listen to all of your favorite music and now you can listen to podcasts in one place for free? You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, especially the one that you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. Premium users can download episodes to listen to while offline, wherever you are. And you can share what you're listening to your friends on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for My Ugly Truth Podcast on Spotify or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast.
just went on this tour. I fucking literally, we, we were in Texas and we were done with the tour and I made us drive all the way back up to Tennessee to go whitewater rafting. There's this tower called Bach Tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in a town called Lake Wales. Mm-hmm. It's like right outside Lakeland. Well, uh, there's a town called Claremont that's, and you drive through there, you think you're in fucking LA. It's like, you see valleys and yeah. hills. It's you're like, very, where are we? Yeah, no, <laughs> even people that aren't from here, like, what the fuck? And if you're from Florida and you go there, you're like, what the fuck right, is this? Right, right. That's where I go get most of my, my supplies. That's my, <laughs> that's my Home Depot and my Walmart run is the Claremont. And like a, a lot of people think I live there because they, they see me out and about and shit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So it would be somewhere mountain, mountainish. I like mountains, like waterfalls, like caves. I like, sh- I like nature shit. Okay. I like nature. Right. So I love the city. I love the bright lights and the fucking, right. you know, the sounds of fucking police cars and car alarms going off and dump trucks at wee hours in the morning but i'll always be like a nature person a, a country boy you know yeah even though i'm hood as fuck in many areas i'm also very redneckish just like you don't give a fuck what people think i like that well, i like that well, the, the main secret is to like your deficiencies and as long as you put them on the table no one can use it against they you. can't use it against you because you've already addicted you've already identified you're all deep that. man there's a there's a little more depth behind all the 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 shallow I'm like I always tell people I'm like a, a preacher who serves beer at church mm-hmm. I draw you in with the pretty ladies in the beer Wait, next time I'm like beer. trying to save you like no man don't do it you don't gotta like be miserable bro just be happy man if you wanna be you know chop your wiener off and grow some titties and go do it man do it. whatever makes you happy right actually it's funny you say that cause um the question that I had for you on that was they refer to Sausage Castle as the Florida version of the Playboy Mansion what do you think about that? I think that's a compliment for one. Mm-hmm. I do take that as a compliment. I agree. But uh, I think there's way more rules at the Playboy Mansion. For sure. And I'm pretty sure you can't defecate uh, on the grounds or puke everywhere or <laughs> just start fucking in the street without someone kicking you out. Uh-huh. Like, I've been to L.A. several times. I slept on Steve-O's couch for a little bit. And uh, I went to this fancy-ass hotel. It's called the Roosevelt. It's like... Mm-hmm. A very legendary place where they always have like these fancy, you know, fucking posh parties. Like Gatsby parties. Yeah, like every time a movie has a premiere, it's we're right across the street from that Chinese theater. I went there and I saw a guy getting harassed, and they were gonna kick him out because he took his shirt off and was about to jump in the pool. I was like, uh, this is at a fucking pool, like. <laughs> and it was at that moment I realized that Hollywood and all that fake shit, like. If I need to go there, I'll go there for work or a project or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to do me here, you know? Like, I, I love... This is where you're comfortable. Yeah. I would commit probably 10 felonies every day if I lived in California. Right. I can't shoot a gun. I can't I can't just walk outside and pee in a bush. I can't fucking have a giant bonfire. Mm-hmm. I, I can't invite, you know, hundreds of people over. and Like, I can do that here. On your website... You said that when you die, you will love it to be while asking the woman of your dreams to marry you in front of an aquarium. I tried to go to that goddamn aquarium last week. I the aquarium. I, it's just a, I don't know. I got drunk one night and I fucking watched this goddamn YouTube video. So fucking And it got me so fucking inspired. I was like, God. Is that the one in Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, tried to, I tried to go I've there. I've never been, yeah. I went, we went whitewater rafting uh, up in Tennessee right, right above Georgia. Uh-huh. We were supposed to swing by and go to the aquarium but we didn't have enough time but so, what's up with the, the whole asking the woman of your dreams in front of the aquarium what's the connection i don't that? know i just thought it was really like like that would be I a was, badass I was, way i was drunk and it was a giant fucking whale shark and it looked like it was fake it looked like a goddamn tv screen 
So I was like, what the fuck? And I saw people, like, they look like little ants. Yeah. Standing next to this aquarium. I'm like, it's holy shit. How fucking... It was like, it was the fucking song that fucked me up. Very beautiful. At the time, I was like, you know, this is like... As, as much as I am a fucking goddamn rock star and shit, yeah, I, I love... I still have a hopeless romantic bone in my body and I got that yeah I still dream I still dream of that fairy tale like you're still human yeah like I still hold on to the hope of maybe that shit's out there but well that's the thing I kind of went through I kind of went through the whole like I'm fucking retarded for thinking of it that I'm retarded for just giving up completely Mm -hmm. be be aware you're back and forth keep your guard up but yet at the same time like don't don't push away anything that might come along right because something you never know when it's gonna come along and I definitely have pushed things away in the past. That's what you're doing now. You're going to take your chances, pretty much. I'm doing an interview on a podcast right now. I'm... Hold on, Haley, in the shower. We're doing an interview right now. What does the woman of your dream look like, or who's your ideal? Basically, I've given up on that because I've I've always uh, fancied the blondes. Everybody likes a blonde. At this time, I really just need someone who can handle and hang and be supportive and be loyal. Loyalty is like the most mm-hmm. sex- you can always teach him how to suck a dick better. And you can <laughs> always get him drunk enough to have a threesome. And you can always fucking uh, find another one. But loyalty is, like, the most important thing. You want to have someone that you can really be friends with. Like, Do you have a, a, any, like, person out that's a dream girl for you? Um, No, I've, I've had sex with a lot of really hot women that probably should have never even talked to me. Stop. I've been very fortunate. You yeah, no, I'm just being honest. I've had sex with probably one of the most famous uh, actresses in the world. Uh, but I'm not going to say her name on this. That's fine. A lot of my friends know who so she w- is. So would she be your, the woman of your dreams? No. Because, like, like, people put like, people nah. up on pedestals and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, personality, yes, but I didn't get to know her that much. She was actually married at the time. Oh, okay. So, um... Loyalty, my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, get, I get what you're saying, no. Yeah. So that's the problem, is that, like, you know, anytime I've seen a, a girl come over here drunk as fuck, hey, babe. I'm, Eagle, yeah. I'm I'm at Jennifer's house. We're having a summer party. Oh my God. And then two minutes later, she goes, sucks one of my friend's dicks. You're like, That's where my abusive hater is born because, like, uh, they think, like, oh, you're drugging bitches and raping them. And, mm-hmm. and like, I'm oh, like, I've heard everything. I've yeah. heard everything. And it'll never be from someone who's ever been here or no, actually no. met me. People like to have their... It's, it's sad because it actually affects people financially, emotionally, mm-hmm. spiritually. It's... When you when you lie about shit, something that you don't really know, it does have consequences, and it sucks. But you know what can you do? You can't like go around. Hey, you don't beat I, yourself up. That's what I, I, well, I have before. I remember when I first, I was back like in the MySpace days. Some mm-hmm. guys like fuck you. I was like, what, bro? I don't I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. This is like when haters started getting the the voice on the internet. You know now everyone now you got like now I get cussed out by like 10 year old kids playing fucking World of Warcraft fuck you old man like what I was on a fucking uh, broadcast thing back in the day and everyone was calling me old because I had facial hair I'm like dude I'm 25 like what the fuck like at the time, I was like, what the fuck? Jeez, how, how young are you motherfuckers? That's funny. Yeah, we, so people we, talk shit all the time. Right, of course. Let's say, you're, let's say you're married. You come over here. You have some drinks. You get really lonely and depressed. I'm going to get me, another beer. Is that cool? Me, yeah, well, of course. Please, please, please get drunk. I'm not getting um, drunk. So I have to drive back. You can move in. So you, you decide to come here. You do your thing. And then you lie to your boyfriend or husband or whatever. Next thing you know, he fucking is, wants to kill you. You're like, oh, I don't know, babe. I think someone drugged me. Oh, it's like, no, you drink Everclear straight. Oh. You drink like half a bottle of it. And Everclear. Can you close that, Lindsay? Yeah. 
Yeah, I drank that back in the day. Yeah, not anymore, bro. Nobody. I, I blacked out last night. I don't remember uh, what, what happened. Drink? Oh, nice. A bottle of vodka straight to the dome, and then yeah, I don't know what my I girlfriend. Drank. She's very jealous that I came here without her. She's Russian. I don't know anybody like her. See, that's crazy. You'll have people be like, "Oh my god, I'm not going over there. I took crazy." Right? No, she was like, like, "Please, bring I'm me so the fuck jealous. over there." Yeah. And normally when they come, like my uh, one of my doctors, she came here and she was horrified. Oh, she was so upset. She was married, same guy, lost her virginity to this dude. People come from different walks of life, so mm-hmm. when they come into my world, they're like, whoa, right. holy shit. And sometimes it's as normal as it is now. It's like almost like a fucking family home here. I, I like, no, every, I know. As soon as I walked in, everyone was nice and all like that. One's doing her hair, one's in the kitchen. Like, y'all are chill. That's, that's what don't make no sense real. when people talk shit. It's like, oh, so yeah, I'm this scumbag. So that's why all these girls are still like, they're not superficial. Here. And everyone's like a family environment. Mm-hmm. You know, we fight, we bicker, we have drama just like everyone else does. But uh, we we allow people to see that, which that's probably the hardest part is putting your vulnerabilities out there so the whole world can just judge you. That's my podcast. That's, that's like the bravest thing anyone could probably do because, and I'm not saying just because I do it, because I've uh, had a relationship with, with women before and I had to warn them, like, hey, yo, man, I just want you to know, like, this is like, what you don't see. This, yeah. is, this is about to get real. Like, once we make this legit, like, you know, you're going to have people messaging you. That's funny you say that because... You're like, going to have guys want to fucking tell you that... Don't do uh, that. Don't do this or fuck... You'll have girls... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I fucked your man last night or da 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 like... Like He's crazy like, you just shit. Got looked over that shit. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it'll fuck with anybody. It fucks with me at times. You I know? mean, yeah, with the loyalty I, that you that you want people to be. Because people know that I desperately want that connection and that and that love and that that. Mm-hmm. That bond, that that loyaltyness, but so they'll do anything they can to destroy it. They'll literally spend hours in their day trying to make a fake account and like, right. damn near do anything but Photoshop my my balls on something else or some shit. Like I get every day, I get some crazy weird Photoshop thing from a guy. Mm-hmm. He photoshops he photoshops all of us mm-hmm. into gay porn uh, photos, mm-hmm. and it's very comical. Fine. I actually cash out him a hundred bucks because I was like, wow, this is pretty entertaining. Like, thank you. There's your payout. Yeah, here, thanks. You know. No, it's funny you say that because um, I actually like what went on a date, and I was like, when do I tell them about my podcast? He'll fucking know all these dirty truths. But you know what? Go ahead, listen to the podcast, and if you want to still talk, let me know. Well, it's it's statistics like. You're gonna go through a thousand different dudes. Mm-hmm. Don't waste my time if you're not if you don't know my shit. And you're good. The problem, like some of the girls here, the guys are attracted to these girls, and that's what draws them in. But as soon as they get like, some of them weasel the way into Ooh, a crack, yeah. and in the moment they like start like getting serious, mm-hmm. the first thing they want to do is take them away or tell them to stop doing this or doing that. So and it, it's like it's like a guy at a strip club. Oh, I fell in love with a stripper. No, I love you, baby. I don't want you doing it no more. So, like, these guys, and it's sad because you got to understand, people, you can't control people. You can't, like, make them do something they don't want to do because eventually they're just going to go back to it. So, if if you're in a relationship that you're jealous or you don't trust them, then get out of it. Get the fuck out of it. You have to literally, it doesn't matter if they're in a room full of 99 hard dicks. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't trust her, don't be with her. Right. So, it's a trust thing, too, but also, like, I dated a surgeon, but... I couldn't be myself. He didn't like me drinking. He didn't drink. And I was like, yeah, it's not about drinking, but it's the fact that if you're judging me for drinking and you can't be myself, I don't want to be someone I can't be myself with. People's uh, pain and anguish come from because they're miserable because I know girls right now that are fucking some 
old ass dude because he, he got a fucking nice I little, like little $10,000 used Mercedes. Because they pay and, their rent. Yeah. I know bitches that be fucking for phone bills. But how does that make you happy? I don't know. It, it won't because... You, I like how you're all about your toys. That's cool. I, I, I get messages all the time like, hey, you should come. There's this girl that messaged me today. You should come to Hooters and buy a bunch of chicken wings and Pepe. I was like, like so you may drive <laughs> an hour to get chicken wings and pay you... What? What? <laughs> and and these motherfucking suckers be falling for this shit. No, I know. And that shit don't right? work. That shit don't work on me. Yeah, well, I'll tell I'll tell you, hey, listen, I ain't trying to knock your hustle, baby. And these guys do it. And there's no shame in it. I don't care if you do that or not. That's your thing. Right. Sometimes it's more convenient. Some guys just don't want to... Like, waste time. They're like, cool, I'm going to pay your college tuition, and I'm going to fuck the shit out of you uh, when my wife's out of town. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. That's their thing, whatever. I don't give a fuck. doesn't affect me. It should. People are so, like, caught up and emotional about other people's problems. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's fucking very comical at times because I'm like, damn, you're so invested into where this person, how much you hate this person, but yet you keep watching them. That's like if I fucking hated Oprah and I kept watching Oprah. Like, All right. Like, you don't have to follow my shit. You're not a fan. Yeah, they just want to, like... They're just hating. They just want to, like, hear some gossip and shit. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it's it's human behavior, you know. And the back to the relationship thing, I mean, if, if you're... In, there's so many people that are in physical abusive, mentally, mm-hmm. sexually abusive, right. everything. Financially mm-hmm. abusive. There are guys that literally hold money over women's head. Mm-hmm. And it sucks because if you're... Let's say you're a single mom mm-hmm. and you're trying to fucking feed your goddamn kids and put them on... Go to a good school and da da da, and put fucking clothes on her back. So, guys will use financial shit. Okay. I hate to tell you this, but this is an intervention, baby. <laughs> yeah, because a guy will fucking pull their shit and hang over their head. Well, I do this for you. I did mm-hmm. that. Girl will fucking be like, damn, I really am comfortable with this lifestyle, even though I hate this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna hold it out because I know that it's familiar. Yeah, and and it's not. That's not your fault. I, I was in a situation It's a code like of that. dependency, for I was, sure. I was with a girl who was very, 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 very wealthy, and her family was very wealthy. Mm-hmm. And she would fucking beat the shit. I mean, like, punch me in the face. Well, you know, you know, girls get crazy, you know? Whatever. Mm-hmm. But this girl, the next day, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I love you, V. Uh, do, do, do you want that slot machine that can I saw on love. eBay? Can you, can you buy it? I was like, you bitch. Yeah, I want that slot machine. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, give me two of those. But eventually, I was like, enough's enough. You kind of, you like, mm-hmm. fuck, because I can't, it's not worth, and it'll literally drive you insane. But yeah, it's hard, to, it's a hard pill to swallow. It is. But you, you're supposed to learn the good and the bad, and then you, learn to you figure next. out what you're looking for, mm-hmm. and then you go into things slowly, and as you see the the scale negative raise, and you start pulling back. Yeah, it's more, yeah. Yeah, you start... I get to, like, I'm blessed now to where I, I can spend thousands and thousands of dollars on some random stranger. Right. And say, here, mm-hmm. you know, I've I've done countless things. And I never would tell anyone about it. My, my team made me start filming it. They're like, no, Mike, people need to know this side of you. Yes. And I always felt like... You don't want to brag. No, that... And I always... I knew what was selling. But you don't want to crazy, the sexy, yeah. the funny... So I went for that. I just showed that part of my life. I didn't want to be vulnerable. I didn't want people to know, oh, well, this, that, or mm-hmm. like, he's he's a fucking, he's a softy with a big heart. I didn't want no one to know that because I thought they would use it against me. Right. And then connected my audience with me more because they saw that like, yo. You're real and you're human. He's, he's beyond like this superficial fucking piece of shit. You know, that there's more to it. Like I said, the whole preacher terminal, the analogy is like, 
I draw them in with the craziness, but then they're like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on, this guy gives Let me fuck. save you. Oh, like when I message someone back on Snapchat, like, oh shit, you're right back, oh fuck. I, I spend four to six hours a day opening fucking messages. Uh, you don't smoke weed? No, I never smoked weed in my life. I don't judge, I don't, weed's a great natural thing. I have mm. no problem with, mm. I, I honestly don't have a problem with anyone doing any drug. I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. what they do. Like a mm-hmm. survival of the fittest, like if you're gonna smoke crack and go gnaw on people's faces, like car wash outside, <laughs> then you're shit. probably not going to be a very productive entrepreneur, which means I'll surpass you, which means I'm going to worry about you, you stay in your lane, mm-hmm. uh, and I will shoot you if you see me or anyone I love. Okay? Right. A lot of drugs are bad. Yeah, I think heroin's fucking horrible, disgusting, oh, yes. killing Mass. opiates, all this shit. But yet, you know, I could go on for days and days about like how What's I your poison? Like, no, just like fun, the moment, the moment. The I'm moment. the guy that never wanted to sleep over the end. That's why the sauce castle is. That is like 100% the truth. I don't want to like die. I want to be, I wouldn't give a fuck about the thousand years old. You said your biggest fear is getting forgotten. That's one of my questions. What, what do you want to be remembered as? A big hearted, crazy motherfucker who just tried to help as many people as he could along the way in life. And that nice. tried to give something, a, some type of escape of the harsh realities of life. Mm-hmm. You know? That's the core of everything I'm doing is behind that. It's like I'm doing the same shit over and over and over and over and over and over mm-hmm. to hope that maybe I can kind of fucking win the whole world. I'm not going to save them. You look at, look at fucking crazy Bible stories about Noah. Yo, motherfuckers, get on the boat. Shit about the flood. They laughed at them and then they all died. Mm-hmm. According to the story. Right. So it's like... According to the story. Um, I'll have to say that out there for anyone who has... Who had different beliefs, right? Yeah, so as, as respect to them, I'll say that. People just don't, doesn't matter what you do, it's just like human nature, it's just how they're going to be. And once you realize that people are just scummy by nature, then you stop, it's kind of sad, but you stop like expecting so much, expect to be let down. Because if you get expected to let down, then you never get really let down because you already know it's coming. So with, with my love and relationships now, like nothing's forever. We all die. Then I hate change. Yeah, me too. Let's say I met some girl at a bar. I fall mm-hmm. in love with her. We date. Mm-hmm. Like, in the very beginning... And this isn't some shit I've been on for a while. This is on some new hippie shit I've been mm-hmm. trying to implicate in my life the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I know that even if it's marriage or a girlfriend or a one-night stand or whatever the fuck it is, that just enjoy the moment. Like, as if a butterfly lands on you. It's beautiful. And you, you, you notice it, you look at it, you give it love. You're like, oh, wow, cute butterfly. Mm-hmm. But you know, dang it, well, that butterfly's going to fly away. Mm-hmm. So with any relationship, I, and maybe this is sick and cold-hearted, but this is where I'm at at this point in my life right now. I believe that you should just enjoy the moment, the moment with that person so that if you get 10 years or 10 hours, whatever it is, just enjoy it as if, it's going to leave. It's how you'll be able to truly... Enjoy life. Yeah, and you know, the internet sucks, and it's awesome. It's it's the biggest... Bittersweet. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know how many fucking soccer moms probably would have been great housewives and never fucking cheated, cheated. on their husbands? They got goddamn a DM from a dick pic from fucking 10,000 miles away, and he's luring. He, he hits up every day, I love you, I want to be with you, do and he hits her up on that one day. She gets in a fight with her husband. Yep. Next thing you know, they're cheating on each other. Like, mm-hmm. I'm talking like some good old fucking little house in the prairie ladies. Mm-hmm. And even when, when the butterfly leaves, you know 
that the butterfly's doing what the butterfly needs to do. And if the butterfly leaves you, it's because it wants to leave. We get sad when they see animals in cages. They're not naturally supposed to be caged. So us as humans, we try to cage other people up and it's it's very unnatural. And you, you always notice the dog that you let come to you and you give it love when it wants to love, always cool. comes back. Like when you feed a cat, you give it love, it comes back. If you let the cat roam around, do whatever fuck it wants, that motherfucker's coming back. Dude, you said so much in that sense. I've literally have been madly in love with women before. Mm-hmm. And literally watch them walk out the door knowing damn good and well that this is killing me. Mm-hmm. But this is what is is for the better. Right. And that that's what she wanted. Then then that's what she wanted. And sometimes we make bad decisions and, and strong emotions and we do erratic things. I know I do. I've, I do. <laughs> I've said things and I've done things that I was like, oh, fuck. Man. Me too. Whatever. I'm, but at the end of the day, like, you know, you just got to do what you feel at the time. And if you... It's like if, you, if you're in a relationship and it's fucking going to shit right in the beginning, you're like, dude, what's the fucking purpose? It's like buying a car. You bought it for $1,000, but you spent $5,000 into it. It's just pointless. Damn. That's what a shitty relationship That's is. That's really fucking good analogy. A shitty relationship is a bad investment. If you're, no, in a, if you're in a boat and there's fucking four holes and you got your feet and your legs corking them. Now what are you going to do? And then the next problem comes up. You can't fucking... <laughs> You gotta shove your wiener in there. Damn, that's fucking good. Like, so many of you are in relationships now that, like, they're, they're on borrowed time. Yeah. You know? No, no, no. That's, that's deep. And I, I, dude, you're, like, fucking deep. And that's... Y'all wanted to hear about crazy, weird, which I have plenty of those stories, too. But... No, but I mean, but your house, like, all the fucking news that's out there and all the social media, everybody knows that. I want to know. Yeah, if, Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to hear, like, if you want to see titties and all that shit, you can go on Pornhub or something or. You know, or right. go look at my Instagram or some shit or fucking Snapchat. So, um, what does a normal average day in the life of Mike Beasy look like from the morning, the time you wake up to the, till you go to bed? Average there day. is no normal, mm-hmm. but the normal-ish would be, I try to wake up early in the morning, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Mm-hmm. And then I fucking, Sarah, I, have, I run my entire life on an app called Calendu. I basically have everything in my entire life, mm. everything from personally shopping list to do list, media maintenance, management events, beauty's website, members, building projects, goals, cleaning, Mike's projects, mechanical shit, people that money, shit. <laughs> doctor appointments, call professional, electrical, graphics, shit to buy, damn, uh, a lot of shit, IRS accounting, food and beverage, content marketing. I have a tour list just from back from the tour, mm-hmm. like shit I need to do to. Damn. So it's different every day. Yeah. So I, I try to run off to-do list, which is kind of very, it, it works for me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then, because uh, I'm, I'm pulled a thousand different ways. Yeah. People don't see the business side of me. They just see like the hot chicks and the fun, the crazy shit. Right, because you're saying now you're busier than you were when you were yeah. doing that shit before. I found out when you make money, you got to work even harder to keep it. I also found out that everyone wants their fucking handout. And everyone thinks that they're owed something, <laughs> yeah. and they don't want to do nothing to earn it. Right. I was kind of more happy with nothing, and now I, I have everything. I've read that, actually. You were more happy when you didn't have as much money, and is that because you knew who your real friends were and all that shit? Yeah. Are people fake because you have money? Oh, I definitely see it. Do you see it? Do you vibe off it, or, do, yeah. or is it, are you blindsided sometimes, from it? Sometimes they're good at hiding it. You know, they like... But you see it? Yeah, but I'm also very generous, like... I'm always picking up the tab. I always tip mm-hmm. retarded. I'll spend fucking fifty dollars at a fucking restaurant and tip a hundred dollars. Like just because especially if I'm vibing with the person, like, oh wow, like I seen her go out to her car. Because you wanna make their day, no. Yeah, I, get I see that. the fucking booster seat in the back. 
Mm, or like yeah. Or I can sometimes you can see in their face like damn my fucking life is fucking horrible right now and I hate doing this goddamn job. Right. But I just want to hurry up and get home. Right. And that's why people escape. People that's don't why. see that side of you. Back in the day, back in the Great Depression, motherfuckers were spending their last nickel to go to a movie. Damn. Or prohibition when they outlawed alcohol because they couldn't tax it. Underground distilleries and speakeasies, they they went through so much work just to do it because they wanted to escape. Right. You know, that's why prostitution is still, like, the oldest occupation in the world because motherfuckers were fucking back then and they going to fuck today we're and human. fuck tomorrow. <laughs> right. So, like, I'm not even going to get down that whole wormhole. Right, right, right. There's a whole other fucking five podcasts from here. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, we're almost done, I swear. No, no, I'm... no, you're not bothering me. Care? Yeah, whatever, whatever. No, this is a good conversation. This is what... If I, like, meet someone... If you can't have a conversation with me, like, so we're I'm... Dating. we're dating now. Oh, we're talking. We're talking. Okay, we're talking. You're skipping steps. I'm just kidding. We're talking, then we go into regrettable sex, and then violence. And then we uh, we get in debt for investing too much. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I know this bitch was this crazy. I thought she was... Oh, they will all tell you I'm crazy. Spanish. If... You're supposed to be crazy. Eh. But you're really hot, so. and Thank you, sir. I'm a Gemini sun moon. My friend told me everything I needed to hear. I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> and every now and then, someone will read it. I'm like, what the fuck? How's this shit every... Dude. Always right, but it's so resonating to the point where I'm like, How the f- how? You there know? could be something to it. I don't hear that fucking plane, they always fly over my house. They like that's not cool, <laughs> that's not scary. <laughs> Next question that I have for you is, How did you come up with the name of Live and Let Die Tour, and what's that title mean to you? Because about four tours ago, or mm-hmm. three tours ago, the first tour we called was Live for Your Die Tour, which is tattooed on my isn't that like a like state, a state uh, motto? Yes. Then there was the Not Dead Yet tour. Mm-hmm. Then there was... Everything has something to do with death and life. I like that. So... But what's this one like? Well, so what? explain this one, the one you just, just got, got off. You know like when those shitty rappers keep naming their fucking mixtapes? Like part one, part two of fucking the Cocaine Chronicles. And it's like one, two, three, four, five, whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like that. Part 17. So we, we, we just started with the live and the live, live for your die. Then there was the Did You Die tour. Then the Not Did Dead Yet tour. Then there was the Live and Let Die tour. Okay. So that was the last. It was kind of symbolic because we had to let go of uh, some things in the past, the mm-hmm. people that were here. And unfortunately, I have to run a business and do what's best for the business. So let it live, but to die out. Some yeah, things. yeah, just like let it go. Kind of like what we talked about, like, hey, the butterfly, let that motherfucker go. Mm-hmm. Let it go off and do its, its thing. Spread its wings. And sometimes you have to, like, let things die to live so that's bad that's so true though it's so true it sucks but that's just the truth you know? so explain a little bit about that tour and do you have any more dates because i know you just got off of the tour i just got tour home bus. literally fucking days ago i know i don't know how i like, got I you in the perfect put, time man yeah you got me in the perfect and worst time it was like everything's still being scrambled around and moved around but you just shit. got home do you have any more additional dates on that or oh uh, we got a bunch of dates coming up we're gonna be doing some random stuff like some one-offs but Okay. Uh, the tour, we probably won't do that for a little while. All right. We were gone for about 45 days. Mm-hmm. What was the tour about? Like, what, explain a little bit. Well, I have, I have a live stage show. Mm-hmm. It's me and the Beauty Beauties, which is like my personal group of fire breathing, badass rock star chicks. My friend ass. has a uh, crush on that. Um, I don't know if she's part of it, but the combat girl. Yeah. He's obsessed with her. She has her own thing. Combat Barbie does her own her mm-hmm. own thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jersey, I wanted to meet her. The tour, it, we have like a crowd participation show. It's music driven. There's theatrics. There's a fucking, there's midgets. There's cannons. There's fucking. We start the national anthem off um, with a guitar solo, like Jimi Hendrix vibe. 
There's a spaceman that fucking the DJ that comes out this theatrical shit. NASA and shit. I come out fucking ninja kicking in the air and fucking <laughs> breaking shit. Did and, you have fun? Yeah, I had a lot of fun. It was this was probably one of the more funnest tours I've had. Really? Because we're I guess we're finally we didn't we didn't break down that much mm-hmm. and we all no one almost didn't die. So Does that happen a lot? Well, one tour, yeah, it kind of like was the pinnacle of the changing force. And I went and just visited my mom in Kentucky. 30 minutes after that, we got in a really bad bus accident. And one of my friends' whole face got all fucked up. And, oh, damn. Uh, I was, like, inches away from, like, the concrete. I felt, I, like, went out of the window. The window shattered. Damn. And, uh, was fucking blood, water everywhere. It was a giant cooler. We didn't, we didn't have a refrigerator on the bus at the time. Mm. And when the bus flipped over... It, like, went across, like, this uh, concrete barrier. Uh-huh. Not a major, major interstate. Couldn't what year even... was this? So, like, three years Damn. ago. Almost four. I don't know. But y'all were all ended up being okay? Yeah, I sat with my friend. He still got, like, glass. And then, and then I came back, and I basically, you know, had... I couldn't even get home. I was stranded at some shit hotels. Damn. And my followers, like, came to my rescue. We were literally driving hours away, bringing cheeseburgers and Gatorade and giving cash. Badass. Buying hotels, helping us get back to our shit. Yeah, no, like, and I was never a guy that, like, really had my hand out for anything. We had to, like, when we were fighting the county. Your dog is snoring. Yeah, she snores. When we got back, finally, it was the same time we had to leave. So I was basically almost died, about to be homeless, and had no idea what the fuck I was going to do. So I went, uh, I took my little, I had this thing we called the secret snap at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was basically... Uploading all the crazy ratchet shit that I had in my phone and showing people, yo, this was really going down. I kept getting reported and reported and reported because mm-hmm. I guess the people who follow me wanted to follow me just to report my shit. Mm-hmm. So, I actually got blocked a couple of times on my, on my podcast Instagram. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's bullshit. So you know how the haters be doing. Haters be hating. So uh, they actually did me a favor because the haters were hating. So I said, okay, motherfucker. I'll I'm make gonna, money off of this. I'm going to charge people <laughs> to see this. And and I didn't know if anyone was actually going to do it. And yeah, and then he did. And, and really? it changed my life. So my followers have literally are everything to me. That's why I've dedicated my entire life to them. That's another question I was going to ask you. If you can say anything to your fans right now, updated 2019, what would you say to them? What would you want them to know? How grateful and thankful I am for changing my life. And I'll never, uh, I'll never turn my back on you. Mm-hmm. And uh, even it doesn't matter who comes along, no one's gonna, no one's gonna just keep me from uh, entertaining you guys. And uh, I will, I'm dedicated my entire life to it. You know, I've already thrown away so much, and given me so much. Mm-hmm. You know, even if even if they're not a member, and even if they're not like a financially contributing follower, like Jeremy, like I was telling yeah. you, he just knew you were humble automatically. You know, yeah, that's like bad even ass. if they're just just randomly followed my shit, like that's enough for me. Right. Right. It, I'm like a, a no commitment relationship. You can you can get me <laughs> pregnant, or you can fucking call me when you're drunk every now and then. Be on the fucking mm-hmm. the Mike Busey ship 24 hours a day. They like they see you as an idol, and they're like, I want to be him. Oh no, I get I get a lot of people to say that, and I. I what would you get? What's your? I advice? just tell them, you know, for the for the business side of it, you got to be very passionate, and you got to be you can't teach passion. You you might not have talent, but if you're passionate about something. It'll it will drive you nuts day in and day out just to keep moving. Mm-hmm. So no matter what obstacle comes in front of you, you'll figure a way to get around it. 
That's true. So it doesn't matter if you're fucking homeless, you got no dick, if you got no fucking legs, mm-hmm. one goddamn eyeball, no eyeball, whatever the fuck you got in front of you, if you can still fucking think of a thought, you still have some type of hope. Slight disadvantage, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter if you're still alive, mm-hmm. then you still have a chance to do something different. So, the business side is that everything, even now, I'm, everything I make, I put right back into the business. Everything, you're right. like everything. It's if you believe in something, then put your money where your mouth is. People that want to be you, <laughs> good luck. Uh, I always I, people if they want to be me, they might think that, but then when they realize what comes with it, just uh, dude, your dog, Jetta girl, Jetta. oh, she's so cute. So what's your favorite and your least favorite thing about your lifestyle? My favorite thing is, is I get to do a lot of really cool shit. I get treated like important sometimes. I guess Respected, you say. yeah. You know, uh, the least favorite thing is, is, is having to categorize people's intentions. It's like, okay, is this person here because yeah. they know they can get free tickets to a concert? Or is this person job. here because they want some free pizza or free beer? Uh, is this guy here because he's trying to fuck girls because he know girls are here? Is this girl here because she wants to fuck my famous friend? Mm-hmm. Does this person love me for who I am or love me for what I can do for them? Mm-hmm. You know, and the moment you stop giving them, that's when the moment they they turn on you. Your lowest moment is when you know who's who. Oh yeah, when the when the alcohol dries up and the girls have gone home, and the party is over, and the music. You no, no someone? one wants to hear me talk about that though because they they're like. Oh, boo poor Mike. He's drowned in vagina. You're human. We're all human. Yeah. I show them the good, the bad, and the ugly. Even when all hell's breaking loose, I'm like, oh, folks, here we go. Let's just, just fucking hit the fan. I used to hide it. I'm like, no, no, let's not. And then... How do you respond when you go out and your fans recognize you? I stop everything I'm doing. I take a picture with them. That's I'll FaceTime their fucking grandma. <laughs> yeah. I'll fucking do whatever. Good. Because you know that makes them happy? Yeah, because like... They're always like, oh, man, I follow your Snapchat. I probably took 100 photos last night. Like, yo, my God, I came. Oh, my God. Like, guys, girls, old people, black people, white people, who, it don't matter. You get recognized, though. It feels good. Like, when people recognize my podcast, it feels good. Yeah, it does. It's because, like, it's like a pat in the back. It's like you're doing something. Like, you're being recognized. Wow, like, this shit's working. These motherfuckers really have internet. And that's why this place is here. It's for people to enjoy. Right. Is it Saturday or Friday? Which one? It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> Damn. Right. Of course it is. Yeah, it's like, it's like a festival. <laughs> or any events that you're promoting right now or anything that's going in the future. Um, we have a bunch of really cool shit coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always reinventing myself and strategizing some crazy master puppet idea in the background. Mm-hmm. That's what I love. Like, I love watching people say. I always like when people say, yo, you should do this. And I see, I read a comment and I'm like. Yeah, motherfucker, little do you know we are doing it right now. Yeah, like, just wait for it. Yeah, that's why I tell them, just wait for it, it's coming. I mean, yeah, we're, we're working on some, hopefully, the the fall, winter, hope, some of these things happen overnight, some of these things take for a long time, right. you know? Yeah, I mean, I used to back in the day, like, yo, yeah, man, we got this, did it. Nah, just like, when it, when it happens, we drop it, and, and you'll see, and you're like, what the so fuck? So you're definitely having stuff for by the end of the year, so just yeah, I mean, keep an we, eye we out. Yeah, I mean, we got all kinds of cool shit. We're doing a lot of stuff on the website. We're mm-hmm. coming up with new content, all kinds of new cool shit, new shows, new this, new that, different experiences. So you're definitely uh, still in the TV business. Yo, yeah, oh, yeah. That's one of the main things we're working on right now is, like, a, awesome. a Netflix situation. So. Oh, yeah, Netflix is the shit, man. Yeah. You gotta find, you know, you just sit there and just fucking watch everything. Yep. I'll watch a season in one day. I'm like, and there's oh. so many people that don't know who we are, and it takes about a month to get 
accustomed to what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then be like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Why does his teeth look like this? And now his teeth look really nice. I'm confused. <laughs> so like, and where is the other pug? Like, Aww. Yeah. So um. it takes a while to catch, because it's not, it's not just me. It's a whole... It's a team, yeah. Yeah, a whole crew of degenerate, fucking weird, motherfucking, crazy, sexy, cool fucking people. I wish I could tell everyone it's fake, but it's all real. Like, literally, there are people here that people fucking hate. Mm-hmm. And there's people they absolutely love. And there's people that are like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know. I don't know how to explain. No, Sausage I get what you're saying. It's just like, it looks like it's reality TV show scripted, but it's not. Oh, I don't think anyone thinks it is, but sometimes you would be like, damn, we could fuck with them so much and make them all kinds of shit we wanted to. Yeah, we see them get so worked up about the littlest things. We're like, right. what the fuck? Like, if they only knew, like, what's, like, really going on all the time, it's, like, it's fucking mind-blowing. Right, no. We can't show everything to our regular our audience. That's why. Right, like you were saying, like, you used to do your parties for, for money before, and now you do it for fun. Like, yeah. you now don't want to, to show that yeah, shit. Yeah, it's stressful. Yeah, because you got to deal with all that shit that comes with it. Yep. That's the question I had. Um, What's the weirdest or funniest fucking question an interviewer has ever asked you? Because I know you, I looked you up. You've been in different podcasts I had and a shit. guy asked me what my name was. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Who are you? <laughs> uh, like, I was doing a TV show one time, and it was a feminist show. Oh, dude. It was a show called... You agreed to that? Broadly. No, I didn't care. And they tried to, like, set me up on some shit. Like, they tried to make me look, like, corny and, like, a piece of shit. And then I just immediately, like, hit them with facts and hit them with the reality. And then they're like, oh, well, I guess we're done. They cut it off real quick. Yeah, they were like, oh, so this guy's not like... He's not going to play with us. Yeah, yeah he's long. not going to fall into our little, like, bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, a reporter one time. It was a gay guy. And he thought I was, like, some homophobe. I'm like, I don't give a... I was, like, I was sitting there in my... I, I came out of the bus to do the interview, and I was in mm-hmm. my fucking man panties. So I fucked him up. He was like, oh, oh what the fuck? And then I'm very, like chill and cool I don't care what you know people say like right so I fucked him up he, and he even told me he's like I thought you were gonna be like this closed minded like gay hater guy I'm like I know gay people are fucking cool with me I know like, I would never take um closed minded with you but like I can see you being open but like you know you like what you like I've had TV shows uh completely like fuck me uh really damn oh, oh yeah like dude it's in the when, when you're doing a TV show you have this this lava on so the microphone and they record everything the whole time. Oh, they edit what they want, want oh, you to yeah. say. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been butchered. I have a friend who's in a reality TV show. And I've been dude, butchered. He got fucked They made it. me look like a fucking ass clown. And you, you And the whole show is great. Until you get to like, the middle of it. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. What the fuck? And like, they took like, I fucked this girl's man. And they like, I no, like, fucked the, the, the man. Like, they edited that shit out. For example, the producer was yelling, yo, Mike, Mike, the sun's going down. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Come on. He's stressing me out. Freaking me out. So I'm like, yo, yo, come on, girl. Hurry up. Hurry up. Get 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 your get change, motherfucker. Like, well, the problem was is that I kind of have like a like a a larger than life kind of like persona, mm-hmm. or not persona, but like uh, energy, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, this host of the show was very intimidated, and he knew that the network he was working for was giving me my own show. Mm. So he was there to like shit Fuck on. Shit up. Yeah, I think so. So it was like. The producers came to me at the end of the day like, oh, my God, you did great. You did great. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, yeah, he left. I was like, what do you mean he left? Yeah, he, he couldn't. He's he, fucked that. He, he was pissed. He left. I was like, what? So then I go to go uh, approach him. They go, no, no, hold on. 
And then they get the cameras already again. I'm like, oh. Oh, I get this. This so is a setup, yeah. one was in the front, one was in the back. They were leading me into, like, a, like a situation. Damn. So I was like, wow. See, me? I'd be horrible and they, in that they, industry. They, don't, they show, like, 30 seconds of us talking. They don't show me screaming and yelling and crying, like, how fucking dare you come yeah. to my house? You got, you got I this. Like, your dick side. I was like, you didn't even step foot in my house. You thought you were too good to even take a picture. I was like, you're over here acting like you're fucking all greater than thou shit. I was like... And, and, it, and he said some super gay, like, homophobic stuff. Because mm-hmm. we had a dude dressed up like a village person in the rainbow fucking any of his butt-ass naked. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like, oh, I'm not done. I'm not done with this gay shit. So he was, like, hella uncomfortable from mm-hmm. the get-go. And we were shooting guns, riding airboats, all this crazy shit. Uh, he tried to, like, make it sound like we were just a bunch of dumb rednecks. And, like, and he thought, like, everyone there was, like... Did you do that for ratings? Like, what did they do oh, that for? Oh, yeah, because it was the highest rated... Or did they take rated, you out? It was the highest rated episode of his whole season. That's they horrible. Showed, they show that episode of me more than they do anyone. I meet people all the time, like, yo, I seen you on da-da-da-da. I'm like, yeah, fuck that show. They're like, yeah, what was up with that, man? The guy got, like, hella uncomfortable and, like, I can see why you're so focused on who's loyal and who's not, because shit like that. Yeah, because, like, media will kind of come in and, like, take what's not true and turn it sensationalized mm-hmm. or focus on one little like thing. It's not, yeah. You know? I which mean, is fine. It's I'm, your I'm industry. That's it. the industry. It sucks. Yeah, because they, the they, they don't want, like, oh, like, uh, I had, like, a life-changing thing. Like, uh, I had a guy fly from L.A. Mm-hmm. What's the fucking magazine? They got the hot dudes on it, like Tom Cruise, uh, Esquire or something. Or... Some, I think, I know you're talking about, it sounds like It's it. some huge magazine I see right. all the time on shelves. Like, hottest dudes in mm-hmm. Hollywood. Well, this fucking magazine, basically this reporter came and he stayed with me for four days mm-hmm. and every every day he got like more frustrated because he got really drunk the last day and he mm-hmm. came and said, listen, I need to tell you something. I was like, what? He's uh, I got sent here because they thought you were like going to be the, like this big piece of shit and they He's wanted, like, I can't do it. and then when I told them, I had sent them, started sending in some of my stories to my editor. My editor was like, we can't air this. This guy's a nice guy. Like, we can't, no, we... Damn. So they're like, and this was going to, like, change my life, but little did I know, it was going to change my life for the worst. They were going to, like, basically make me, like, a complete piece of shit. And Why? They, what were they going to get out of it? Because they, they, they sell, they sell magazines, and they want, oh, look at this guy, he's living his life. That's the thing with people with life. They want to hate on people that are doing what they want to do, and they're brave enough just mm-hmm. to do it. That people fan. are cowards. People are scared to like. You know how many, you know how many fucking stay-at-home wives there are right now. They wanted to be fucking astronauts mm-hmm. or a race car driver, and those people will be angry the rest of life because they're like, oh fuck him for living his damn dreams. Oh, for doing what you wanted, yeah. Like, dude, I see shit that's corny and it's not funny and not not entertaining at mm-hmm. all all the time, mm-hmm. and I'll talk shit about it. But I'll never fucking leave a comment and say, "Oh fuck this yeah. guy." I don't think I've even that's left shady, a YouTube comment for yeah. Who leaves YouTube comments? Who goes on Worldstar's Instagram and starts posting, fuck this guy? Fuck if you like, weren't where you are now, like, what what would you say, like, personally and career-wise, what would you be doing if you weren't doing what you're doing right now? Running, like, a boys and girls club. Do you think you'd be married? Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Did you Sometimes doing- that's what marriage is. Marriage is like, hey, that's my- this is as good as yeah. it fucking gets. I'm not going to find anyone better. I'll take this. Yeah, I know people like that. That's why I'm not married. <laughs> yeah. I'm not knocking anyone who is. But, but I'm not going to settle. Because a lot of times it works. But in my case, my dynamics don't mm-hmm. necessarily go well with a traditional situation. Right. Like, I don't want to, like, go home, 
have dinner, go to sleep. Routine. I don't want that. I, I want more more out of life. But what you're doing now, do you want a girl that's with you, that's cool with what you're doing? Partner, a best friend, I want a sidekick. I want, like, someone who can get into what I'm doing and then at the same time... And keep up, too. Keep up with it, but yet yeah, it doesn't have to be, like, all up in it. Mm-hmm. That is okay. Accepts it. Yeah, that's not... That's going to get like, yo, just because I'm filming some fucking hot girl dancing on a pole doesn't mean I'm going to fucking... Fuck her, yeah. Yeah, like, it's, I'm doing my work, you right, know? Right, right. I'm feeding you followers. Know? Yeah. I would probably be selling coconuts on an island somewhere. Damn right. <laughs> and, or I'd be fucking, like, I don't know, living in some fucking Africa village trying to fucking figure out how to teach these motherfuckers how to drill for water and get clean water. It's very different. You know? I like that. I mean... It would be on some fucking humanitarian shit or something, you nature, know? Nature, yeah. Because, like, that stuff course it doesn't pay shit right but but if it makes the, you happy yeah. the reward is much higher so you said lately that like, you've been doing some hippie shit like what does that mean it's just been like reevaluating like everything and try to like not be so stressed because i get stressed all the time pressure sometimes you know i mean you're busy a and, lot yeah like so i gotta go on stage time, and go well thank you for coming i have to go on stage every night and pretend i'm having the best night of my life there even, if you're even not. though Ugh. i just got fucking bitched out about this or this girl's not doing this or this person's too drunk and they're not someone just time. quit on you probably yeah, yeah someone quit or someone's doing some illegal dumb shit that's gonna jeopardize the whole tour mm-hmm. you know like it's stressful because mm-hmm. you gotta go out there whether there's 10 people or there's ten thousand people you gotta go out there and give them what they want to see right there are people that drive fucking days just to come see us because that's the closest we're coming towards them mm-hmm. and why would i shit on their experiences because there's only 10 of them there right no no you want them to have a good time some some of my greatest experiences were with intimate situations i mean grant the energy is always higher when the crowd is packed like we we did a show in uh juliet illinois mm-hmm. and that shit was fucking bonkers like i was cloud nine really i was on some rock star level 10 shit dude when like, that's your shit that's your shit you know i was breaking 300 dollars, 600 dollars fans like kicking it like getting wild like i fucked up my whole shin i mean i saw your fire videos yeah I, crazy like i love like that's my art is only people have a good time and... who do you look up to pretty much a lot of different uh influential people i mean the typical people people that you know gave everything for what they believed in mm-hmm is that anybody in your head or is it the idea? I mean, like, Martin Luther King, Jesus, JFK, like, you know, John Lennon, like, people who, like, and some of those are great examples, some of those are horrible examples, but, mm-hmm. like, they all died for what they believed in. Right. So, and there's no other... Like authentic people. ...better example for someone that's passionate, that's been willing to lay down their life. Uh, they may not have wanted to lay their life down, but, you know, these people shook the boat too much and then uh that's what happens mm-hmm. when you rock the boat people don't want you to to be so influential that you'll change society mm-hmm. it's it's almost like it's meant i mean people will the government everyone they'll do whatever the fuck it takes to like i mean all those people i just named i'm pretty sure the government had something to do with even even jesus the government the uh the, you know the fucking romans mm-hmm. you know they're the ones that technically crucified christ i mean i like there's a lot of great fucking comedians and like Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, I love. Mm-hmm. I love John Candy. I love like the old classic. Like, you, you know, seem like an old soul. I've been told that several times. Really? Yeah. Even Other... even Hugh Hefner. Like people think of him as like this dude who just started Playboy, but they don't realize that like the persecution and the things he had to do to help women 
to get uh, past so many roadblocks. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a huge advocate for racial equality. Mm-hmm. He was one of the first people to uh, let blacks uh, perform in his comedy. He had like a comedy club like in right. Chicago mm-hmm. when the Playboy Club started. He was doing shit that no one was doing. Like right. people of color and everyone just mingled together, which right. is beautiful. You know? Yeah, open. And and people were like, oh my god, oh, oh. Playboy like, Mansion, yeah. Yeah, I mean. It's easy to get caught up on all that, and that's what happens to me a lot of times. People get caught up on that, and they don't imagine how how you know how short attention spans people have now. Oh yes, yeah. the internet, the phone, the Instagramification of things. Back in the day, you would watch like a video on like some crazy ass like website like Rotten dot com, <laughs> and then fucking you would show your friends like two months later. Yo, you gotta go to this website <laughs> now. It's no, like two seconds later. I oh, I've like seen that's... some guy got his head chopped off. Now show me some <laughs> cheating a lot because of Facebook and all that social media bullshit, all those dating sites and stuff. It tempts them and it makes it accessible. Right. And you'll never really know. You get bored. I mean, some people are good, easily. better at hiding shit. Mm-hmm. And um, you know. It's true though. At, at the end of the day, all you guys are the real people because like that's how I feel too. I'd rather hear like the harsh like truth than be lied to. Damn right. Like I, I can handle if you like, you got drunk and did some shit that you regret. Then you telling me no, no, oh, baby. it was a great time. Oh, You're miserable. Yeah. And um, to close this out, um, what would you like this episode to be called? Um, Ooh, I've never been. You never been asked that, have you? No, I don't think I have. <laughs> um, guest speaker Mike Busey, but what maybe do you want not the rest your say? typical Mike Busey interview. There you or, go. Like, deep shit with Mike Busey. Okay. I don't know. No. Yep. Gotcha. Decided you the, don't the know. The things about. you don't know. Mm-hmm. About the, the deeper side of Mike Busey. There you go. Whatever. Line to line? I don't. Whatever you want, it's your thing. Do whatever. This is your art. You know, you're doing your thing. So thank you, by the way. I don't um, like to want you to like. I don't want to try to manipulate it. Into something this is that, yours. This is all you. But you're helping me to. Well, I'll definitely an post audience. it, and and I'm no, sure a lot sure. of my followers would love to hear no. some of the stuff. It doesn't matter what radio show mm-hmm. it is or whatever or podcast or whatever you want to call it. Right. I, I don't like. I like to be more intimate with it, and so it's more authentic. But I will say this episode definitely is a different side that I've actually heard or seen or read about. I think these people see all the other shit, so they're like, okay, well, does it, if if I was just that guy, it'd be like, oh, okay, that's kind of like shallow, and mm-hmm. like, yeah. he has no substance, and I have so I have too much substance. Yeah, no, um, like I said earlier, if I can't have a conversation with someone, if you can't yeah, track like, me with your brain, I don't want to talk. Do you know how many hot girls I'm like, oh my oh, god, shut the fuck up. We got a couple of them around here, and I was like, oh, we, oh we tell them you can only have so many words a day. Like, okay, you've asked, you've asked enough questions today, so now you're done. <laughs> you're yeah. cut off 19, you're cut off yeah. number 19, because <laughs> you number your fucking shit. <laughs> That's so funny. Mikey has um, bunk beds here, and they're all numbered by people who... Um, stay here and because everyone asks me how many people live here I'm like I don't fucking know and the, their so closets like number are number two so I'm like do you actually ask 17 no, it's, like, it's like prison you know what I'm saying you can't just like take a bed and take whatever lock you want we had to like you have to earn like, that shit <laughs> yeah no you had to like okay cool if this is your bed and this is your locker so that we see okay bed 19 has fucking 19 you are cut off for the day yeah <laughs> we're, we're gonna close this out for three when months. i die my website will finally be finished <laughs> and then i'll be like why didn't you upload the funeral footage <laughs> i'm working on my website too i can't judge yeah, you i literally uh, my shit's in building a country it's for a uh, new cameraman new editors oh uh, yeah that's how I'm that. looking for a, a new personal assistant turns mm-hmm. a maintenance guy audio engineer where can they go for that 
Uh, it'll be at mikebeaches.com forward slash casting. Just apply. Or you can just click the thing on the homepage. Say this job, it, it does pay, depending on what you're trying to do. That's his dog snoring in the background. I'm going yeah, to take a picture of her because she looks... Really cool benefits to this. The travel, the free alcohol. Yeah, we're always looking to find uh, the next best talented... Yeah, I mean, definitely loyal, need people to help you out. You got a lot uh, person. Yeah, it's the tour I, here alone. I have a team, man, and you're only as good as your team. So if you don't have a good team, you don't have shit. Right. So, right. Well, thank you. I really appreciate letting me come to the sausage castle. I have a lot of friends that are jealous. So, uh, so all your friends, to, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, to get the membership. All your hot girlfriends, or all even the ugly ones, or the less than desirable ones. Well, you have me, and now I'm your ugly. Friend. Shut up. So I have hope. There's hope. There's you. hope. We're talking. Right. Thank you. We're not dating yet, but we're talking. Um, we're, we're taking it slow. <laughs> Dude, as you're saying that with fucking fruits on your shirt and flamingos. They are flamingos and watermelons, I believe. Yeah, we got a pineapple. Is there? Mm-hmm, right there. All right, but no, seriously, thank you for you and your team. I know we got interrupted. Thank you. Whoever's listening to this shit, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. If you made it to the very end, you didn't fall asleep, congratulations. The fact that we got oh, interrupted. You know, fucking put it out. But a lot of people came in and stuff, and, you know, we were interviewing. So many people came in here, and they're like, Asking a question, so I appreciate you taking time. I know it's Sunday, you're hungover. I was hungover I think the too. Plumber is fucking wanting to know where that's fucking where the fuck He's I'm like, at. Bitch, I don't give a fuck about your interview. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thank you again. You want to say, uh, you're beautiful, you have a great soul, thank and you. thank you for having me. And um, hopefully, we'll see you again. Yes, I'll hopefully, come with my friends. Hopefully, you're moving in. <laughs> I know he wants me to be a roommate. Um, you know what? I'm about to, I'm about to. We have a room upstairs available. Don't tempt me. What number 17? I don't know what... Can I be number one? We didn't number the room. Can I be number one? This is number one. Oh. Oh, okay. I don't know if you're ready for that. Oh, it's right. I don't know if you're ready for that. Fuck my life. (laughs) (laughs) You remembered. I remember. I I actually remember a lot. All right. Well, thank you. Go check out Mike Busey on Instagram. Mike Busey Show, Instagram. You can just go to my website, Mike Busey, M-I-K-E-B-U-S-E-Y. And all my social media is there. You can find me on Instagram. I have the one with the little blue check mark next to my name. It's called verified. Uh, yep, verified. And, and how do you get verified? By the way, you have to have so many followers, right? I think you have to jack someone off in uh, Silicon Valley. Well, where do I do that at? I'm just kidding. I might know somebody who knows somebody. I don't know. Was, I woke up one day and I was fucking verified, and, and I was, I may or may not slightly celebrated a, a few times. All right, thank you guys. An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a press.